Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It is another edition of Phillies Today, I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Tuesday, May the 3rd, as gratefully we come to you from an off day yesterday. No no Phillies lost to respond to yesterday, just a nice day without baseball. What a treat. No, it's too early in the season to be excited about off days. That, that comes when we're really scuffling later in the year, right? Um, no, look, I think... Um, I think the team could use the off day, get as many as you can get in there. It is a grind of a season this year, as obviously with the late start, squeezing extra games in, there are not as many off days. And it's unbelievable it's May 3rd. You know, somehow it's it's May, and that happened quick. As, look, the Phillies still in it, you know, after May. It's not over. That's a, a good thing at, after April. Um, obviously, disappointing series against the Mets, losing 2-3. Four of six to the Mets so far this season. Massive four-game set coming up this weekend against the Mets. We'll dive into that later in the week, obviously. As tonight, we start a two-game home series against the Texas Rangers. And boy, do you need to handle business against the Texas Rangers. You know who's bad at baseball? The Texas Rangers. They're bad at baseball. They are a bad, bad baseball team. Come to town. Take both. Yeah, your two best pitchers on the hill and Wheeler and Suarez, theoretically. Take both these games, Phillies. Enough already. We'll look ahead to this in a minute. We'll take a look at where we stand a, a month into the season, or almost, I guess, a month into the season. Generally, it's a month into the season. But I want to go back to, to Sunday night um, before we dive in, because we talked about it yesterday, but the the further we get away from the last Phillies game that we saw. And the further the news comes out is yesterday it was announced that Buck Showalter was suspended for the night. Yolan Lopez suspended for three games, four. Purposefully throwing at Kyle Schwarber in the ninth inning. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Alec Bum gets hit in the back. Joe Girardi sits on his butt. Nothing happens. It's not like you're seeing this team again this weekend. And I just, I know I was upset about it yesterday, but even, uh, you know, 24 more hours from there, I'm even more upset about it. I'm more upset with Joe Girardi. I, I just, <laughs> what does it take to show some life? What is it going to take to get this guy to get up off his butt and walk out on the field? We saw him do it once when Kyle Schwarber literally lost his mind on the field and even then walked out like he was sleepwalking. I, I mean, 
I'm trying to think of what it would take for for Joe Girardi to get up and actually show a little like life, a little, you know, energy. I mean, you know, what does it take? What does it take? Um, you know, I'm trying to think of potential scenarios. Um, let's see. Okay, how about Angel Hernandez is umpiring? And he calls a third strike on a ball that is literally rolled to the plate. Would that would that do it? I don't know. I don't know if Girardi would argue that one. That's a little little close for. How about this? How about um, hmm? Maybe his team gets into an all-out fist fight, a brawl with another team. Would Girardi live the dugout then, or would he just kind of wait for it to end? I I don't know. I don't know. I mean. I feel like there could be a lightning strike on the field, setting the field ablaze. And Girardi would be looking at his binder going, I don't see anything different here. The field's on fire? Oh my goodness. No one told me. And when did that happen? 45 minutes ago? No way. How did I miss that? I mean, obviously I'm joking around, but, but that's what I feel like with Girardi. It feels like nothing can lure this guy out of his binder-laden dugout. Nothing can happen in a baseball game that makes this guy seem interested in what's happening around him. It is mystifying. It is. I thought Girardi was a fiery dude. You know, I thought the, the player, the, the catcher, the, the tough guy was, was who he was. I mean, he is a statue in these games. He is implacable, immovable, un un whatever. I mean, it just I can't come up with the right word. It's 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 incredibly frustrating to watch. And and all I know is that if we as Phillies fans watch these games, and I know I'm not alone, and I'm sure there are others who disagree with me, I'm sure there are others who say who cares or, or that doesn't matter or whatever. And and look, I think in general, too, there are a lot of people who just say baseball managers don't matter. And and I don't, like, completely disagree with them. Like, I, I, I've said many times, I don't think baseball managers matter that much, but I do think they matter. Um, But I'm, I'm sure there are people who hear this and say, ah, you know, don't even, yeah, whatever. Um, But, I mean, for me, it's just, it's a massive issue. A massive issue that this guy just seems to have zero life. And point being that whether or not you know, everyone agrees or not, there's definitely a portion of Phillies fans who feel this way. And, and if Phillies fans feel this way, imagine what players on the team must feel like. Imagine what Alec Bohm feels like. Alec Bohm, who last year had the you know disastrous year, certainly didn't seem like Joe Girardi was his savior, his shepherd to guide him through that, right? I mean, we certainly didn't hear any quotes from Alec Bohm saying, man, last year was tough, but thank God Joe was there. Joe really, really helped me through it. You know, really showed me what I need to do to be a Major League Baseball player. None of that. I mean, maybe he did. Don't get me wrong. It's certainly possible. We're not there, but certainly didn't hear it. Then you're Alec Bohm, you're out there, and Schwarber gets thrown out purposely, and Troy doesn't really do anything about it. Nothing. And then Bohm gets hit in the back slams his bat on the field, and his manager doesn't even leave the dugout? Not even a, uh, hey, I'm paying attention, leave the dugout? Like, not even go out and lose your mind, which is what I would have done, because, again, they issued warnings, and then they didn't throw the guy out when it happened, and Girardi's excuse was, well, I didn't think you threw him on purpose. Who cares? 
Get your players back! What are you doing? Have you ever been a part of a baseball team before? Get this guy's back! What are we talking about here? This is crazy! How is this guy still the manager when he does stuff like this? This is how I feel. I get so angry about this. I care about the Phillies. We all do. You wouldn't be listening to this if you didn't care about the Phillies. This guy's holding us back. Joe Girardi is holding us back with his constant lack of fire, lack of interest, lack of handle, obviously. I mean, again, that's what I keep talking about. The idea that, that you know, I think he's a horrible in-game manager. I think he is low-end as far as pitching changes, managing a bullpen, knowing when to pull his starter, knowing who the right hitter to put up in the right spot is, setting a lineup every day. All the the technical stuff that comes with being a manager, the nuts and bolts, the day-to-day, I think Girardi's horrible at it. I think he is flat-out below average. At all of those things. Is he the worst in baseball? I don't know. I haven't watched all 30 teams quite enough. Now, I watch a lot of baseball. You know that if you listen to the show. I got the package. I watch... An obscene amount of baseball. I mean, it's actually probably not good for me. I watch too much baseball. So, uh, there are other bad managers. Uh, Is he the single worst? I don't know. Is he up there? Yeah. I think he's up there as far as in-game managing goes. I think he's among the worst. I certainly know he's not as good as others. I mean, you watch Alex Cora manage a game, it's like, oh, that guy's good. You watch Kevin Cash manage a game, it's like, oh, that guy's good. You watch Gabe Kapler manage a game, it's like, oh, that guy's good. And yes, they're good organizations too. And that is really the key, right? An organization that the top and the bottom all working together. And that's you know, part of this whole thing with the Girardi not being a Dombrowski guy. I mean, that matters for sure. You know, it is... Uh, it's something to take note of, but I do think that you need that that coordination, but between the you know the front office and the manager. But the main point I was making is that I think Girardi is bad when it comes to the in-game stuff, l- legitimately bad, and yet he's way worse with all the other stuff. Way worse. The culture, the fire, the energy, the team showing up, team looking ready to play. Team creating their own energy on the road. This, that, like 10 million things that you could put under a manager's purview in some way, shape, or form. And yes, it's on the players as well. Obviously, you know, you know, ultimately it all falls on the players. But um, Girardi has just added nothing. You know, when they hired Joe Girardi, I thought it was going to be this game-changing type of move that they were going to bring in a guy who was going to set a culture a guy who's going to say, this is how we do things. This is how it works. This is what winning teams do. I was expecting that with Joe Girardi. And we've got none of it. Zip. Zero. Instead, we watch a team that consistently makes stupid mistakes for two plus years consistently not ready to play, consistently fails in big spots. And it's only April slash May, so like it's not like the biggest spot, but that was the biggest series of season against the Mets. And what do you do? 
you lose two or three. Last year, September. The year before, September. I mean, consistently, Joe Girardi teams have underperformed when it matters. Consistently. Consistently, Joe Girardi teams have been awful on the road. Consistently. Consistently, Joe Girardi teams have showed up for games and not seem ready to play. Consistently. Consistently, Joe Girardi teams have made stupid mistakes night after night. Consistently. This guy has consistently been a bad manager. And again, the in-game stuff matters, but I'm even more frustrated, more upset about the culture stuff, the you know, team feeling like a team at any point. I mean, some fire, some life. And again, I think that's why I'm so angry about this ninth inning thing from the other night. Why I'm so angry at Joe Girardi just sitting on his butt while Alcbom's slamming his bat on the ground and getting hit in the back. Like, what are you doing? Especially when you're about to lose the series to the Mets. You're about to, after you know, getting no hit on Friday, then you come back and you fight back and you win a nice game on Saturday. It wasn't the best thing I've ever seen, but you know what? You got no hit the night before. You didn't score any runs for five innings and you found a way to win a game. Like, good stuff. Thank you. That's the type of baseball team I want to see. And then you come back the next night and you lose again. And there's nothing from Girardi. Girardi has an opportunity in the ninth inning there to light his team on fire. To set a tone. Oh, by the way, against the team you're going to face this week. This week. In three days. Sunday night, you're three days away from playing the Mets again. And you had a chance to set a tone. To let the Mets know, uh uh-uh, that ain't happening anymore. We're not doing this. You're not coming after our guys like that. No way, nah uh To let the umpires know, hey, they're coming after our guy. You just issued a warning. You didn't do anything. He got hit in the back. He got hit in the back and you did nothing. You issued a warning. How is this guy not out of the game? Like, I wanted to run through my screen so I could run on the field and yell at the umpire. So what's happening here? Did you issue a warning or not? What just happened, dude? What are we doing here? Do you just want to go home? Is that what it is? Is that what? We're one out of way. You just want to go home? Okay, I get it. Do your job. Do your freaking job. That's what I want from Joe Girardi. I want him out there throwing his hat on the ground, losing his mind. Lose your mind, dude. I'm I'm more angry on this show right now than Joe Girardi has been in two and a half seasons as manager of the Phillies. At no point has he shown this level of fire. It's crazy. It's crazy. And it's exactly what this team needs right now. They need a kick in the butt. They need a little juice. They need a little energy. They need a little something to grab onto and build from. And yes, players have to create their own energy. Players have to be better about finding ways to get geared up for games. I mean, you can't, you know, we're kind of... I'm I'm so upset about the Sunday night thing, but but how about Friday? I mean, biggest series of the season. You literally just swept the Rockies, a four game sweep at home. You've climbed your way back to 500 after a disastrous start to the season. After everyone's freaking out, panic. 
it is it is as bad a start as you could hope for to the season, considering the expectations, all that. You know, it's all right in front of you. And you come in to the biggest series of the season so far, obviously very early in the season, against the team with the best record in baseball, your biggest rival, or one of your two biggest rivals, and you get no hit? By Tyler McGill and some bullpen dudes? You get no hit in that spot? I mean, that alone. What an embarrassment. What an embarrassing job by that organization and team to show up in that spot and give us that. And they fought back the next night and won, and then, you know, we get to the, the whole Sunday thing. But that alone is just a perfect example of, of a Joe Girardi baseball team. They'll sweep you for at home, and then they'll go to the biggest series of the season and, and get no hit. Hey, it's almost like too perfect. It's almost, it's, I almost feel like I wouldn't believe it if someone said it to me. It's like, of course they did. Of course they did. That's, yes, of course the Phillies got no hit in that spot. What else would happen in that spot? Right? I mean, what else could happen to the Phillies in that spot? But I do feel like, again, like this is, this is, this is quintessential Girardi, quintessential Girardi baseball team. There's no night to night. There's no connection from night to night. It never feels like this team gets on a roll. It never feels like anything fuels this team. It never feels like, you know, a team. And then you look across the dugout, the guy who just got suspended, Buck Showalter, and he's found a way in a month to make the Mets feel like it's them against the world. They're ready to fight every team they play. I'm so jealous. I can't believe I'm saying I'm so jealous of the Mets. What a fun team. They're ready to brawl every night. They're throwing at dudes. They don't care. They don't care. You know why? Because their manager has cultivated something there. In a much shorter period of time than Girardi's had. He's created a, a, a complex within those guys. It's us against the world, boys. Everyone's throwing at you. Everyone's coming after you. We got to go out and get them. And they've all bought in. And they're going out and they're getting them. It's honestly astounding what Showalter's done this short period of time. They have the best record in baseball. And again, it feels like that team has an edge. It feels like that team is prepared. It feels like that team is ready to play, ready to bring it on a night-to-night basis. And that's incredibly disappointing. It's incredibly, it's the Mets. It, I want to wash my mouth out with soap for even just saying that, for even just uttering the, the, the sentences I just uttered. But it is what it is. Shout out to Buck Showalter. Dude's done a great job. Because he really has cultivated. They, they are in on that. They're all in. They're wild, that team. And our team's like, every time they take the field, it's like they just woke up from a nap. Other than Schwarber. <laughs> Schwarber seems to be the only guy who's got any sort of life in him. Ah, It's just, it's upsetting. And they need to turn it around. That's why I do think, again, I know we've talked about it, and I would be surprised if it, look, they're only one game under 500, so it's certainly not happening now. But, but um, I do think that that 
you know, at a certain point, if they're willing to move on from Girardi, um, I, you know, I do think that, you know, it could happen. It could happen. And again, we've seen many teams, as we've talked about before, we've seen many teams take something like that and run with it. Jack McKeon won a freaking World Series in the Marlins. Um, and I do think that when you look at this team, the talent's there. They've got the bats. they got the guys. The pitching is definitely good enough. The starting, at least. You know, I think you can supplement the pen when you need to. I honestly think Joe Girardi is holding this team back. I think the culture he creates, the his attitude about, you know, how you prepare to play every day, the way he goes about trying to win every baseball game or more accurately, try, you know, not trying to win every baseball game, I just hate it all. And I think if they brought in someone with a little fire, Buck Showalter-esque, you know, someone who's going to come in and you know, flip a table or two, someone who's going to come in and create an attitude where, you know, everyone's out to get you. I do think it would make a difference with this team because, you know, what else has worked with Girardi? They've given him talent. They keep adding to the talent. Every year, the guy's had a better team than he did the year before. And we get nothing. Uh, you know, I honestly think a change would matter. You know, it's not just, uh, I'm clearly not a fan of Joe Girardi's manager of the Phillies. That's very clear. <laughs> you listen to this whole show. But I, I honestly, truly, in my soul, believe that moving on from him will improve this team's fortunes. I just think they need a change. Even if it weren't Girardi's fault, and I think it is, but even if it weren't, you know, they're just not responding to him, right? I mean, that's pretty clear, right? And I think we can say he's not responding to them. Nobody's responding to anybody. There's no life in there. None. It is as lackluster as it could get. There is zero life there. Zero. So do some. It's time. Let's make a move. I know you're only a game under, but fortune favors the bold, Dave Dombrowski, sir. Fortune favors the bold. You ain't winning anything with this guy. Go get someone who's going to light a fire under this team. Go get someone who's going to come in and spark something. Because they need it. We just saw this weekend. The Mets are a better baseball team. They're a more passionate baseball team. They're a a more fiery team. They play better together. They're better. Phillies need to do something. I really do think it comes back to to Joe Girardi. I really do. I'm massively disappointed with that guy. All right. We'll see. Back at it tonight as, again, this is a massive two-game series here. As you just absolutely have to take advantage of, of Texas coming to town. You have to, because again, you're going to, or you're facing New York after that. And we've talked a lot about the schedule coming up, but it's four against New York at home. Then you get three in Seattle. They're a good team. Four in LA against the Dodgers. They're a great team. Three at home against San Diego. Really good team. Three at home against the Dodgers. Great team. Four in Atlanta. Atlanta. Three against the Mets. Mets. Three at home against San Francisco. Great team. Three at home against Los Angeles. The Angels have been very good this year. Three in Milwaukee. That is through June 9th. Every single series other than this two-game set with Texas is against a winning team or it's the Braves. And the Braves, you know, won the World Series last year. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It's coming. No joke. This is a serious run of teams. The Phillies could really help or hurt their season here. 
This is a big stretch of baseball. It is massive, and it starts tonight at home against Texas. Then the Mets come to town. It is a massive, massive, massive week of baseball. It starts tonight, Ranger Suarez against John Gray. You like that matchup, Gray? Has stuff, obviously the former Rocky, but has uh, struggled already in Texas and uh, um, does have stuff, though. Uh, and then tomorrow, Wheeler against Perez. So that's another nice spot. Martin Perez has pitched pretty well for Texas, but you know Wheeler looked great his last outing. So Suarez and Wheeler in this series, you got to take both of these. This is not a splits is okay type of Win the series. Win the freaking series. And then you got the Mets, and you got to take three or four against the Mets. Time to start winning baseball games. It's still early, but, you know, time to start winning baseball games. Please. All right, 6.45 or tonight and tomorrow night, then Mets on Thursday, and then Mets in the weekend. So we will cover it all and react to it all. Again, big series starting against Texas tonight. They need to take both of them. Either way, whatever happens. We'll be back to react to it tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Day right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 